DMZ. DMZ. I had a question. Can I talk my shit again? Yeah. Yeah. Uh huh. Can I talk my shit again? What up, yo, Maji? What up, Blur? What up, Mike? What up, Black Ant? Profit. Uh, VMG. Hold up. Hold up. All right, folks, what's good? This is my week six NFL rant. I do this every other week. I've been, well, doing this every other week since the beginning of this NFL season. And a lot of bashing, a lot of talking shit. And here we go. We're going to talk about the Bears versus the Panthers. The Bears are now 3-0 on the road for the first time since 2006. Congratulations to them. I think they're still an NFL Super Bowl contender. Fuck out of here. Hell no. I don't listen. Bears defense, amazing. So far, they they they, they, they can shut teams down. The Listen, it don't matter who you put on that QB role between Mitchell Trubisky or Nick Foles. It's just, I don't know. Nick Foles, 198, a touchdown and a pick. It's like, I'm just looking at Mitchell Trubisky all over again. And no knock on Nick Foles. He's a Super Bowl winner. He has, you know, mild success as a QB. Put him, and if you put him in the right situation, but I, I don't know. I don't really know. The Bears defense I, did their thing. Bridge, and they got Bridgewater for two interceptions. 23-16. This was like a, a lackluster game, but still a game that the Bears won. They improved their record to 5-1. and one. Panthers, after going on a three-game winning streak, they go down 3-3. Three and three. Um, that's it. Next game, Colts, Bengals, and Colts, they came back from 21 points to this lonely Bengals team that doesn't have a future ahead of them other than them losing for the first time since 2003. Colts get the win, 31-27. As I said, they came back down from 21 points, which you probably, you know, no team should never, you should have been blowing this team out by 21 points. Not be down by twenty one points to the Bengals. At all, that that's a that sounds that sounds embarrassing as hell. But nonetheless, Colts got the win. They improved their record to two for me. Oh, I said I said two and four. They're four and two. I don't know why I said two and four. I don't know. Phil, I don't know. Sometimes Phil Rivers he just rubs me all the wrong way. I don't even know why. Maybe it's not even him. Maybe just my expectation on Philip Rivers has changed. Who who knows? Oh well. Bengals are now a solid one, four and one. I'm like shit, just give them two and four or just one and five. Just this whole one, four and one, uh, and that's because of the Eagles. The Eagles, the Eagles, the Eagles are horrible. Um, we go for, go for the stats. Who who did this thing right now? Low Burrow, another three hundred yard performance, but an interception. Not much after that. Higgins did six for one twenty five out of eight targets, and that's it. Rivers, he he played maybe the best game of the season for him. Three seventy one, three touchdowns. Um, he was efficient. He did what he had to do. They needed him to. You went over there for two, three years, saying that you could still play. Okay, well you get the opportunity. For the first time since nineteen eighty nine, a running back, a rookie running back. As that goes over, multi over a hundred yards. Well, I don't even know what the hell that meant. But fucking the Lions, sorry, these straight Lions. I don't know why. I don't, I don't know. I don't even care about these guys. But 
DeAndre Swift, first runner, first rookie running back to go over 100 yards, two touchdowns, and since 1989, the the last person who did that was Barry, the great Barry Sanders. That's how that's how long and how bad this Lions team been. Okay, whatever. Because because of him, and plus also Adrian Peterson shipping in with 40 yards. Three touchdowns running, nearly 200 yards rushing with the Lions. They get the job done overall, like I said, 34-16 to 16 against who? The Jaguars, who's supposed to be tanking. So, I there's not really much to say about that. The Lions did what they got to do. That's it. Who cares? These two teams ain't going nowhere in the playoffs. Now we go into the Falcons and Vikings, two horrible teams right now. Falcons get their first road win against Minnesota since 2008. That's 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 crazy. That's take it's taken about 12 fucking years just to get you a road win against Minnesota. But Minnesota plays tough. I get it. Not not to, not this time. Not not this tough today. The Minnesota Vikings team is just going nowhere right now. From a team that was constructed on a defense and running game and a solid QB play, none is working for them. Defense can't stop a nosebleed. Running attack can't run past pay dirt. And the QB's a bum. 10 points, 10 points, 10 points, 10 points. That's all you need. Falcons scored 10 points on each quarter. And they got the win. 40-23. They get their first win of the season. Matt Ryan, for all the talks everybody's trying to say that he needs to get traded. He's a bum. I mean, 371, four touchdowns. He can still play. Julio Jones is also, he's back. Eight catches, 170, I mean, 137, two touchdowns. Hey, that's all you needed. Once Matt Ryan got back his favorite guy, it was a wrap. Kirk Cousins, three touchdowns, three picks. That's all you need to know. He he was, he was just getting his ass beat all over the game. Falcons wasn't playing no more. They finally won a game for once. Daniel Jones, or Mr. Or Danny Dimes, or Fumble Jones, however you want to call this motherfucker, of the New York Giants, of his career wins, and he's not, he really haven't had that much career wins. Three of them wins comes against the Washington team, or whatever you want to call these bastards no more. As I said, you lose to a team without a nickname, you don't deserve to be in the playoffs. I think the Giants heard my sentiment, took care of business, you know, barely, 20-19, Giants get their first win of the season. They're now tied with the Washington football team for the worst for the for the worst of the division, even though all of them is connected by a game. It's, it's, it's quite it's quite embarrassing at this point. Kyle Allen, who was who came in because Alex Smith can't he don't know when to stop getting sacked. And Dwayne Haskins don't know when to throw the ball properly. So they throw this bum in here. Two eighty, two touchdowns a pick. That's the only highlight for his his you know his game. And we talk about Fumble Jones. The fumbles continue. He didn't do much. A touchdown to pick. He all, all all he did was he was better off being a running back. Seven attempts for 74 yards. He ran like hell. That's, and that's only because the offensive line can't protect his ass. This offensive line has been pathetic for the Giants. It's gonna continue to be pathetic for the Giants. I don't know what you want me to say. I don't even care. Ravens and Eagles. Baltimore has scored on every they have scored at least a touchdown. They have scored every every quarter of the season. The the Ravens has scored. And it continues again. They're not holding back. Ravens took a 14-0 lead. 
It was 17 to 0 at halftime. Then it, it got bigger by the margin when it became fucking, fucking, what's this? 24 to 6. Yes, Eagles made that big, miraculous comeback. 22 points in the fourth quarter, but in the end, Ravens held on for his 30 to 28 lead. 5 and 1, the Ravens are right now, which is we which we kind of expected that to be for them. Eagles, Eagles can't save. Eagles can't, you know, get anybody for the life of them. I love them, but they're getting their ass beat badly. Something needs to be done. They're 1-4-1. One, one. This is embarrassing. They shouldn't be this bad of a team right now. Lamar Jackson still, he's, I know you said, he's still struggling as a QB. I think the only reason, the only, sorry, the only difference this time around, they let him be Lamar Jackson. He ran for 108 yards and a touchdown. They let him be who he is right now. You built this team around his explosive play. Let him be a runner. Your team is already first. Your, your team is a complete team right now. You, if you're lacking receivers and tight ends, that's your fault. You where we got right now, you got right now. Make use of the play. Carson Wentz, two twelve, I mean two thirteen, two touchdowns, hit all around. Miles Sanders, you know, for the first time they got some running play with 118 yards. And, you know, there's no no name players on the receiving end because I don't see nobody here. You know, you got Jalen Hurts as a receiver for a, for, a t- for a catch. That's about it. And he ran also. I don't know. Eagles are not doing too good right now. They, something needs to be done with that whole team. And maybe once they get their players back, maybe it'll be a different team once we'll have, you know, more opportunities. Until then, who gives a fuck? Steelers five and zero for the first time. Oh, for the second time in franchise history, dating back to 1978 was the last time they was undefeated, and they did it by destroying the Browns. And he talks about what Miles Garrett did last year to Mason Rudolph. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody talking about that. Thirty-eight seven, Steelers scored on every quarter. Browns only scored on one quarter. That's about it. Mayfield, Baker Mayfield. He drafted the number one. So far, it's not looking good for him. 119. He haven't even thrown for 300 yards this season. I don't know. The Browns has gotten this far with the strength of the team around him, the talent. But Baker Mayfield, I, I just he's he's looking like a consistent. He's a consistent bum right now. He's now on a consistent bum list. There's an app out for him and his talent that he's supposedly supposed to have. He ain't doing shit. Do you put Case Keenum now and replace him? Hell no. Case Keenum is worse than him. I don't feel safe for Case Keenum, even though he he was a proven QB with the Vikings a couple years ago. No. Roethlisberger didn't have to do much. It's embarrassing because they even brought out Mason Rudolph for a snap and shit. That's embarrassing. Chase Claypool, I don't know who this rookie guy is. He got another touchdown. Five touchdowns in two games right now. Salute to him. The running game, they did what they had to do. I don't think as much I gotta talk about this was this was a defensive masterpiece. They put the hammer on the Browns and you get two pick six out of Mayfield, you already know what's gonna happen. And they did. Time to you gotta start questioning what are the Browns better off without Mayfield at this point, especially with with a winning record right now. You don't wanna not miss the playoffs again. Who knows? Titans, Tennessee Titans, second time in franchise history. They are 5-0. and 
They put another 42 wing piece on the Texans. 42-36. This was a back and forth game. This was a win that the Texans really needed to win because they're now going 1-5, lowers their chances for even getting into the playoffs. And it just got lower. Deshaun Watson, 3-35, four touchdowns. He played lights out. He had to for this team. And that's it's sad because that, that's about that's all the offense you can get from him. Fuller, 123 in a touchdown. Cook, 68 for a touchdown. Randall Cobb stepped up a little bit. Well, I take that back. He didn't step up for shit. Farrell Brown, or I don't even know who he is. Brandon Cook, he could have did more with, it, with nine. Well, nine targets. Well, he's nine, nine out of nine. He did what he had to do. Fuller probably could have did more after 11 targets for him. But, you know, it is what it is. Um... Defense, no, there's no defense in this game. I don't even know what I'm talking about. David Johnson, he definitely, you know, should have did more with that 57 attempts. Well, 57 yards, but it's whatever. Deshaun Watson, he did the best he can to get his team to win. Ryan Tannehill said, nope, well, you do that. I'll throw four more touchdowns. That's eight touchdowns in five days that Ryan Tannehill has thrown already. They played a Tuesday night game against the Bills and beat their ass. They play... A Sunday night Sunday night game beat the Texans as Derrick Henry, 22 carries, 212 yards, two touchdowns. Um, that's all you need to know at that point. Derrick Henry is the man. He's definitely the best running back in football right now. I don't know who's touching this man. He led the league in rushing last year. It looks like very well. He could lead the league in rushing once more. At the at the rate he's going, um, yeah, yeah, I need I need I have to say more at that point about the Titans. The Titans, they're playing great. Mike Frabel, the head coach, he's doing a great job put, coaching his team up, especially in the wake of all that COVID shit. Tannehill is playing lights out, especially now since coming to the Titans from the lonely ass um Dolphins team, and he's playing lights out. You got Tampa Bay. They put a 38-wing piece all over the Packers after the Packers took the 10-0 lead. And you thought the Packers was just going to blow out the Buccaneers. And the Buccaneers adjusted after the first quarter and just dumped 28 points in the second quarter. And that was it. They didn't need to do anything at this point. Packers just got rocked. Rodgers, this is the first time in a very long time he ain't for a touchdown. Two pick six. He was just he was just rattled. He He couldn't do anything at this point. Tom Brady, he played pedestrian, but you didn't need Tom Brady to play well. You just needed Tom Brady to manage the game so they can win. He did. 166, two touchdowns. That's it. No turnovers. Let Ronald Jones a second go for his third straight 100-yard game. Two touchdowns on his part. Gronkowski got a touchdown. And that's it. You didn't need to do too much at anything. You relied on the defense for the Buccaneers to get the job done. And you got you got a solid running back in Jones. I don't know what you want at this point for Tom Brady. You want Tom Brady not to have your team lose the game. He's there not to lose the game. I believe, especially as great as he is, he could take it up another level. But a win is a win. And that's a big that's a big loss for the Packers. First loss of the season, 49ers, Rams. Garofalo, 7-1 all right now. Career record in what, primetime games. So I guess this was a primetime game. Even though I didn't, the score didn't look prime time. You no, know, I was looking for a 
I don't know, I was looking for a masterpiece, at least a shutdown or a high-scoring game. 24-16, it's, it's a, it's a, I guess it's a right. Golf could have played better, 198, has two touchdowns, a pick. He was just rocked over all over by the 49ers defense. Garofalo, three touchdowns. You know, his number is 268. It's laughable, but at the same time, he puts three touchdowns. He got George Kittle, the tight end, came back to form, 106 in the touchdown. Debo Samuel, his touchdown, he's back. Raheem Monster, he looked like he's coming back into form. So the 49ers, they look like they got all the main players back right now, which means they could be peaking on upward if they continue to play well. You need Jimmy Garoppolo to play well. You need Raheem Monster as a running back to play well. You got, like I said, Kittle and Samuel, they look like they're getting better. If that can happen, the 49ers can make a run, and they can finally maybe clinch, you know, what's the seventh, the seventh spot? I don't think nobody's catching the Seahawks. Rams definitely not catching right now if they keep losing the way they're losing. Broncos, Patriots. Broncos goes all the way to New England and beats them in New England. First road win against them since 2006. So that's 14 years since the Broncos took, you know, did anything to go down there. And that was what, Jay Cutler was a QB? It was, it's been a long time. But this is not the same Patriots team. Definitely not the same Broncos team. Patriots only allowed field goals. This was a field goal game. Everything was field goals after field goals after field goals after field goals. And... Yeah, that's it. That's, 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 all it was. that's all it was. Drew Luck, pedestrian numbers, didn't do shit. I'm not even talking about him. Felt Landry, I mean, Lindsey, 101 yards rushing. Tim Patrick, 101 catching. That's it. There was not much to talk about in the highlights for the Broncos. Not even much to talk about the Patriots because Cam Newton, despite going 76 yards rushing in that touchdown, Despite going, well, actually, that's about it. His uh, his 76 yards rushing was the highlight for me because him being a QB was just, he was bad. He was picked two times, 157 passing yards. Not much to say about the Patriots. Patriots could have definitely did better instead of just, you know, they could have did better. They didn't, and move on. The Jets, six, I mean, phew, I said six and no. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. 0-6 for the first time. Well, 0-6 for the second time ever in, fr- in their franchise history. Last time there was 0-6, there was led by a head coach called Rick Noti. And I believe everybody knows that story about that team when they were 1-15. Very bad. Okay, Jets, 24-0 loss to the Dolphins. Dolphins played lights out. This team don't got no Sam Darnold again. He's out. No Le'Veon Bell. He's gone. No Roddy Edison. Y'all got rid of him. This is just pretty much a bunch of players that's going nowhere. I don't know. Frank Gore, you're an amazing running back. You should be in a team where you should be competing for a championship for once in your life. Instead of you going to mediocre teams that's not going to give you any help. He was only highlighted at this point. I can't say much about everybody else. Fitzpatrick, 191, two, three touchdowns, two interceptions. The only highlight I'll say about this game is Tua Tavaloa, and two out of two for nine yards. He's now reported to be the starting QB once they get out of the bye week. The Dolphins are three and three right now. I mean, I don't know if that's a good idea, but at the same time, 
I'm not in Miami. I'm not in that area right now where it's riddled with coronavirus galore. You know, if he's if his legs are now healthy for him to be in a position where he can, you know, overcome and now play, then by all means. If First Patrick gave you everything, he gave you a three and three. And hopefully, you know, Tua can continue and, you know, not fumble it in the end. Who knows? The Dallas Cowboys or Cowgirls or however you want to call them has allowed another 30-point game for the fifth straight time this season. Albeit it comes at their own home for the first time since they opened up that stadium. They uh, they have been beaten. This is the biggest blowout since the team opened ATT Arena. 38-10. I mean... I made a it was a I made a episode a couple episodes back at best at this whole the sad truth about Zach Prescott and the Cowboys. Yeah, I should have signed him long term. Now nah, be it. It probably doesn't mean anything because it doesn't do anything because him getting hurt is him getting hurt. And the team who are they all is who they are. They suck. Kyler Murray, nine out of twenty four, one eighty eight, two touchdowns. I mean, he played pedestrian. We're not even he we're not even looking at him. As a reason for this game, we're looking at him and Kenyon Drake, both of them going over 200 yards combined, three touchdowns. They ran mop floors all over the um, the Cowboys. Dalton, you needed him to throw 55 times at least, and he got two picks. Ezekiel Elliott just not doing anything productive right now, not at all. Over 70 combined yards, nothing right now. The receivers dropping balls, Dalton throwing it. I mean, I'm, I'm, listen, you can say whatever you want on Prescott, but I'm pretty sure Prescott would have at least made this competitive and throw some yards right now. There's no there's no similarities with Dalton in this offense, and it shows this defense can't stop nobody. They can't stop a nosebleed. They can't stop coronavirus. They can't stop a beehive attack. They can't stop bullets getting shot on, on their way. They can't stop nobody. The Cowboys are right now, they're just the worst defensive team in football right now. And it's going to continue if they don't fix this right now. It's, and I don't know what do you do. You lost your main piece in the chess board with him, with Prescott. At this point right now, I don't know what to say. At first, I'm an Eagles fan. Why the fuck I care? I don't. And now we go with the Chiefs. They're 245 yards, the most since 2012. By far the most since, the most in Andy Reid's history also. Andy Reid's never had that type of rushing attack ever in his career. And he's been playing football for the last 20 years. So that's that's that's, that's butt crazy. But nonetheless, Chiefs put us put over 200 over 200 yards rushing against the Bills team that was supposed to stop the run. Mahomes, he played well. He didn't have to do much. Patrick Alea, I mean Edwards Alea, he did his thing with 161. And you know, everybody else did chip in a little bit, but that's it. The Chiefs, you know, the Chiefs just played it ground ground and pound. Ran the ball and let the defense do the job. They they stopped Josh Allen. Josh Allen don't even look the same right now for the second straight week in a row. You need it. You need Josh Allen needs to get back in form. You need to get back to what made you four and zero at the time before you got destroyed by the Titans, and before you lost you lost to the Chiefs. If he can do that, the Bills could be fine, especially in the division they have right now. Your, the only competitor is right now is the Dolphins with three and three. Patriots are far behind in two and three, and they're just not going nowhere. We don't want we don't want to look at another East Division team as 
laughable division like the NFCs. I think this is the Bills' division to win. Chiefs 5-1 as expected. Nobody's really going to be stopping the Chiefs unless you're the, you know, one of your divisional rivals team, then it's going to be competitive as fuck. But nonetheless, you just got to play your game. And Patrick Mahomes, he played his game. Now, teams that was on the bye, that kept it quiet, Chargers, Raiders, Seahawks, and Saints. They took some time off a week. They'll be back ready for, you know, week seven. And now, let's let's get with the week seven predictions. I like this because I can just say whatever the fuck I want to say, which I've been doing for the rest of my life. And we're going to start with Thursday's night game right now. Eagles, Giants, both teams... Just laughable records. Eagles have won seven straight games against the Giants in the span of Eli Manning and Fumble Jones. The Eagles has kicked their asses. I expect the Eagles to kick their ass. The Giants team is not a good team. They wouldn't come against a team that was not even a, a better team than the Giants in the Washington. Eagles is going to get this win. They need to get this win. A loss to them, honestly. Doug Peterson got to get fired. I don't believe you, as a Super Bowl winning coach, is still able to still be allowed to still coach up a team that's not playing well. Yes, Ian's Reese has played a part, but right now we need something different. And I don't know if this is going to be the different point. If they start going down, I'm benching Carson Wentz ASAP. If, but I think the Eagles is going to get a comfortable win. I don't, the Giants don't got Zaycon Barkley, so therefore I don't think the Giants are going to get anywhere. Falcons and Lions, two bum-ass teams also. One of them got to win. I've seen how the fight, i seen what the Falcons was able to do against, um, the Falcons were able to do to the Vikings. And the Falcons, and I think with Julio Jones now back into the lineup, I think the Falcons is going to win big. Lions, I don't think the Lions stands a chance. Then ATL, you need the Falcons need this win. They'll get this win. Browns, Bengals, Mayfield's four and one career against the Cincinnati Bengals. He'll go five and one. I think the Browns will get back into the winning streak, which they do because I think if they lose again, you have to bench Mayfield. It's do or die for Baker Mayfield, just like it was do or die a couple weeks ago when they when they needed to beat the Bengals. This is do or die again. You can't be four and three. You gotta go up. You gotta get another win. Put yourself in a position to be closer to the playoff spot. You gotta beat the Bengals. Handle your business. Browns will win. Packers and te- Packers and Texans. Um, listen, is if history has shown the Texans, the Texans are gonna be one of six. No disrespect on paper. The Texans should be playing better than what we expected, but they're not going away this year. The only reason why they're going one and six off the strength of statistical records, the Packers has never lost to Houston. In Houston, Texans franchise history, the Packers are five and zero. Dating back from Brett Favre into Aaron Rodgers, and Aaron Rodgers is not losing today. So the Packers will go six and zero all time against Houston. The Packers will win big. Texans playoff hopes diminishing. That's it. Saints Panthers Bridgewater goes back against goes home against the team that he he started a couple games last year for Drew Brees it played very well he gets the opportunity to show him that he, he should have kept me and maybe in a sense they should have kept Bridgewater 
And maybe in a sense, maybe not. Then like I said, he's a good QB, solid. But two Drew Brees is still there. The fuck you mean? I don't think so. Saints is gonna beat up on the Panthers. Panthers goes three and four. Saints go four and two. The Saints can't be can't can't stop out. They got I mean, maybe the best wide receiver in football, Michael Thomas back. So that's gonna help. Kamara, he's gonna get some he's gonna be able to do what he gotta do. Drew Brees is gonna play well. And I don't believe why this I don't believe any reason why the Saints is gonna lose. I got the Saints against the Panthers. Jets and Bills. <sighs> Jets has only Jets has not scored over twenty points in five out of six games. They own six. They're gonna go on seven. Bills four and two. They'll go five and two. Bills are a better team. Jets are not a team. The Cowgirls against the Washington, whatever you want to call them these days. Cowgirls has won seven out of the last eight games against Washington. As much as I want to say Washington in the upset, I'm not going to do that because that will be dumb of me to even say that. They're not even a good team also. Cowboys get the win. There goes three and four. Yeah, move on. Seahawks, Cardinals, this is a good, this is a good game. Wilson is 6-1-1 career against, on the road also against the Cardinals. Here goes 7-1-1 because I think the Seahawks are going to continue to stay undefeated. They're going to pound on the Cardinals' defense. Kyler Murray, he has to play lights out for that to happen. And I don't think he's going to. And I don't think the running attack, what they did against the Cowboys, is going to happen this time around. So I think the Seahawks to go 6-0. They'll be you know, another win for them. They'll beat the Seahawks. I mean, they'll beat the Cardinals. Broncos and Chiefs, another divisional rival game between the Broncos and Chiefs for the AFC West. And the Chiefs, they have won the last nine straight games. I don't believe that's going to change anytime soon. They'll go 10 straight wins against the Broncos. They'll get the win. Chiefs will go 6-1. and one. We'll move on from there. Garofalo returns for the first time since being traded. That was like three years ago. He was traded from New, New England to the San Francisco 49ers. Garofalo comes home to a team where he was supposed to be the QB. Before, you know, everybody had the rumor about Tom Brady forcing Garofalo to leave. Listen, it worked out for Garofalo. He went to the Super Bowl. Should have won it, but it is what it is. He went to the Super Bowl. He goes back to prove to a team that you made a mistake. And I believe the 49ers will win. 49ers going to handle the business. That's it. Shame on, shame on the Patriots. Buccaneers, Raiders, Gruden first game versus Tampa Bay since leading them to the Super Bowl. That's, that's, that's been at least 20 years ago. Nearly 20 years since Gruden had the opportunity on facing the Buccaneers. He gets his opportunity to face them. Buccaneers is going to win. I don't care. Regardless, they're going to beat the Las Vegas in a big way. Brady, Brady is not playing with it right now. I don't care what, how Gruden feels. Brady's not with that shit right now. Brady's going off on his Raiders defense. The battle of the last two undefeated teams in the AFC. We finally get that with the Steelers and Titans. It's finally going to happen. And I take the Titans at home. Titans has already put up 42 points consecutive, consecutive games against the Bills and the Texans. I, I mean, unless they got an answer for Derrick Henry, which I believe the Steelers' defense will be well-equipped, but I just, I don't know. You leave out Ryan Tannehill, and Tannehill the last two games has thrown four touchdowns. I expect that... I expect the Titans to go 6-0. They'll go 6-0 against the Steelers team. And they'll win big, which they probably need. This is going to be a big one for the Titans to prove who they are. And we go off with um, the Jaguars and... Uh, the Jaguars and Chargers. 
Both teams seeking their first win since week one. And the Chargers will get the win. Justin Herbert is not a joke. He's definitely big money for the Chargers. They finally found a QB. Well, not finally found because Phillip Rivers was also a great QB when he was playing for the Chargers until he couldn't no more. Herbert, he picks up where Phillip left off. He's got some solid. He's a solid. He got solid players around him. So the Chargers shouldn't be at this point right now. Two and four, I got the Chargers. Jaguars are still taking, quote, quote, unquote, quote, unquote, taking. So who knows? Who cares? There you go. Chargers win. Monday night football game. We get with the Rams and Bears. And the Rams. Simple. Rams are at home. Bears got to go on the road. Rams will be five and two. That's it. I don't know what else you want me to say about that. And I'm not going to say much. L.A. Rams has been 14 and four at home since 2018, since they've been in L.A. So I expect the Rams to continue to do this. Now, the Ravens got to buy. Dolphins, as, as I say, got to buy. Vikings got to buy. Colts got to buy. And that's it. No more, no less. We'll see how it all goes for week seven. This is your boy, Oji Bernie. L-E-T-B-U-R-N-R-A-N-T. This is the Labyrinth Podcast. Click, stream, and enjoy. I'm out. Burn. Yo, what's good? It's your boy, Oji Bernie. You can follow the Alert Burn Rant Podcast on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, and Google. Click, stream, and enjoy. You can also follow me on Instagram and Twitter, L-E-T-B-U-R-N-R-A-N-T. You can also hashtag Alert Burn Rant with the little flame emojis. Click, stream, and enjoy overall. Burn.